Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spicer, Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, US equities rose, comforted by that agreement on the debt ceiling extension the previous day. The S&P 500 is currently up 1.3% on the day. Risk-sensitive currencies have outperformed the safe havens and bond yields have risen. So across the board, pretty much a classical risk-on response. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 0.1% on the day. Uh, the yen was the worst performer, and then the Swissy, so safe havens doing poorly, while the best performer was the Aussie dollar. It rose from 72.80 to 73.24. And the Kiwi went uh, up a bit as well, up from 69.20 to 69.44. Uh, still, the Aussie uh, outperformed the Kiwi quite easily. Aussie Kiwi extending its multi-week rally from 105.20 to 105.52, making a fresh two-month high for the cross. Uh, one of the things going on there with the cross, of course, is that um, yield spreads are no longer favouring the Kiwi dollar. In fact, in the last uh, week or two, they have started to favour the Aussie as that Reserve Bank of New Zealand uh, tightening cycle has been fully priced by the markets already. Now on to interest rates. Uh, in the US, the two-year Treasury yield rose a basis point to 0.31%, while the 10-year yield rose five basis points to 1.57%. Similar story in Australian government bond yields overnight. The uh, three-year up two basis point to 0.59%, and the 10-year up uh, five basis points to 1.63%. Commodities had a decent session. Brent crude oil up 1% to $82, copper up 2.6%, and gold, sometimes a safe haven, down 0.4%. Uh, very little to move the markets last night. In fact, nothing really. Uh, the eyes were still on um, or reverberating from the uh, debt ceiling agreement of sorts. But we did have uh, US weekly initial jobless claims data. We don't often talk about those because they pop out every week. But um, uh, the data for the latest week was fairly solid. And that combined with the previous day's private sector ADP payrolls report, they do bode well for Friday's more important uh, monthly payrolls data, which the market will be watching and usually does respond to. Uh, we also heard from a Fed member, Mester, and she's a voter next year, and she's uh, known as a bit of a hawk. Uh, that said, uh, her comments were pretty balanced. She said the employment mandate should be reached by the end of 2022, but on inflation, there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, yes, those supply and demand factors, which are mainly pandemic-related, have boosted inflation, um, but um, they're expected to eventually subside, although she did warn that an increase in inflation expectations uh, could be a sign that prices are driven more by demand than supply, but that's not a base case. And on wages, yes, they've risen, but she says it's not a problem given the rise in productivity. And she also cautioned that monetary policy should not respond to supply shocks. That's uh, fairly interesting coming from uh, someone who's known as a bit of a hawk on the uh, committee there. Okay, on the day, uh, what's out that could be market moving um, in the local time zone? Uh, not a great deal uh, in Australia. We'll be uh, watching the RBA's October Financial Stability Review, always a good read. And in China, uh, we'll have services PMI from the Kaixin uh, label. Uh, but all eyes globally really will be on the um, 
key release tonight in the US. That will be the September non-farm payrolls report. Uh, the market consensus is for around 600,000 jobs a rise and the unemployment rate to fall to 5%. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time on Monday morning.